0: Blessed Lord, who has caused all Holy Scripture to be written for our learning, grant that we may in such wise hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which thou hast given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. You may be seated. Well, today, in our Old Testament... Reading, we have heard the word of the Lord concerning the word of the Lord. We have heard God's word spoken through the mouth of Isaiah, the prophet, concerning God's word itself. And we hear of the character of God's word. In particular, we hear that it is never spoken in vain. It shall not return to me empty. It accomplishes everything that God sets it out to do. God's Word is not spoken in vain, for He accomplishes all that He sets out to do. We've also heard by the prophet Isaiah that the thoughts and ways of God are higher than ours. He says very famously that the thoughts my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways declares the Lord for as heaven as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts we see that God's ways and thoughts are expressed through his word which is not spoken in vain it is not spoken in an empty manner no it is spoken in And it accomplishes exactly what God sets out to do. We remember at the beginning, God spoke, let there be light. And there was light. God spoke over the dust and said, let there be man. And there was man from the dust of the earth. There was a man from Ur named Abram whom God spoke and called out from the nations and made him his own child. Made him his chosen vessel for God's redemptive purposes. All through his word. And we read here that God's word is compassionate to the wayward and the wicked. For he says, let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, that he may have compassion on him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For this word of compassion, this word of pardon is no less powerful than the word that was spoken in the beginning in which light was created. This word of pardon and compassion is no less powerful than life itself coming from the dust of the earth. See, by God's word, we are made righteous. It's by God's word that we are called from darkness into his marvelous light. God's work is accomplished through his word. Not only his act of creation, but also his act of redemption. God's word is never spoken in vain. It always accomplishes what he sets out to do. And we know that the word, the word of God, became flesh and dwelled among us, And we have seen His glory. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the eternal Word incarnate, came and dwelled among us. He revealed Himself. He revealed His purposes towards mankind expressly in the person of Jesus Christ. See, Jesus Christ is both God's message to the world and God's messenger to the world. He is God himself, and he is God's Word made flesh. See, in Christ, God's ways, God's Word, God's thoughts are made clear. They're made manifest. They become apparent to us, and we know in the life, death, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ that God's Word goes forth. And does not return to him void. It does not return to him empty, but it accomplishes everything that he sets out to do. And one of my favorite Gospels, I like all the Gospels, but Mark has a special place in my heart because he just really expresses things with clarity and brevity. He just puts it out there. And Jesus, at the beginning of his message, preaches this Message. Christ the preacher begins by saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Believe the gospel. Repent and believe. Turn and be turned. Turn to me and believe that my ways are higher than your ways. Turn from your wicked thoughts and evil ways to my way to my yoke which is easy to my burden which is light because I have borne it for you. Return to the Lord. This is the call of God to the wayward, to the sinner, return to me. He calls out, come to me all who thirst. Come to the waters. And he who has no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread? And your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me and eat what is good. And delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear that your soul might live. We know that we are saved from our sin, from death, by grace, through faith. It's not of your doing. It is a gift of God, so that no man may boast. This is freedom, brothers and sisters, and it is through God's Word. God's Word has come to us and has proclaimed salvation Turn to me, and I will give you rest, repent, and believe in the gospel. And when we believe this word of God, we are free indeed. So, our words and thoughts are wicked before the Lord. Not only what we do, but what we think in our heart is wicked before the Lord. And he invites us, come to me. Forsake your way. Repent of your wickedness and turn to me and I will give you my righteousness. And this is through the word that's preached. For we know that faith comes through hearing. Hearing through the word of God. The word of God is proclaiming to you and to me, And all we have to do is hear it. And when we have ears to hear, it produces in us repentance. It produces in us a desire to turn to the Lord from ourselves to Him alone. And in that moment, in that act of faith, we are saved. We are saved because the Word of God became flesh. He is the Lamb of God who was pierced for your transgressions. He is the Lamb of God who was pierced for our iniquities. All we, like sheep, have gone astray, but the Lord laid on Him the iniquity of us all. See, the Word of God does not come back empty-handed. It does not go forth in vain, but it accomplishes all that God sets out to do. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, but He did not only dwell with us, but He died for us. He died the death that we all deserve. He died the death that the wicked and the wayward and the unrighteous deserve so that we might be made righteous, so that our iniquities might be placed on him and that through faith we might be saved from the wrath of God that is revealed against all wickedness. And when we hear this, when we hear this word of God, this word of the cross, We must hear Jesus' words. He who has ears, let him hear. Believe the gospel. Believe that Jesus is for you and with you and has died for you and you will be saved. Hear the word of God which is given to you. Hear the word of God which is preached to you. Hear the word about the word who became flesh and dwelt among us and has saved us from our sin. Because the word of God does not go forth in vain, but accomplishes all that God sets out to do. We who have believed this word in our heart and have heard it and believed it are justified. We are saved, we're made alive, we're raised to life. We are made sons and daughters of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, so that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. This is the gospel. This is that which we must believe over every other thing that we hear. This is the thing that we must hear, that God loves us, that God does not desire the death of a sinner, but that we turn from our wickedness and live. And not only are we forgiven, but we are adopted as sons and daughters, Not only are we pardoned, but we're also invited to come to his table. We are invited to come to him, not as a slave, but as a son. And this word, this word of the gospel, this word of reconciliation with God and with man, comes down, in the words of Isaiah, like rain. Like snow upon the mountain, it comes and it just drips all over God's creation and the rain brings forth fruit. The rain brings forth vegetation and growth because when God's love is poured out on our hearts, love comes out. Love produces love. The love of God shown to us when we did not deserve it produces love for God and for our neighbor. This word of God is like the rain which falls on the mountaintops. It goes forth and waters the hills and the valleys, and it does not go forth in vain, but accomplishes all that God has purposed. Jesus likens the word to seed, cast out upon all different types of soil. It is liberally cast out. The word of the gospel is preached to all. It's not preached only to those with good soil hearts it's preached to all and it is preached to all because all are all ought to believe we are not privy to what the soil looks like we don't understand the heart as god understands the heart but we preach the gospel we preach it liberally and abundantly. We cast it out. wide Because sometimes it hits good soil. It hits a heart that is tender and ready to hear what the Lord has spoken. And when it hits that good soil, it produces a hundredfold. One seed producing a hundred ears of corn is a miracle. And that seed is the gospel. It is a work of God, lest any man should boast, and all we must do is hear and believe. We know that not all believe. Many hear, but not all believe. Many scoff in unbelief that their hardness of heart, their the heart, the soil of their heart, packed down like a path, and the seed is unable to penetrate. The seed is unable to bury deep in the heart and produce fruit, and the devil takes it away. I think it's a mistake to think that the devil is not active in our world today. The devil wants nothing more than to take the seed of the gospel away from our hearts. We must pray, for God is the Lord of the harvest, as we heard a few weeks ago, he, It is his harvest. We are sent into it, but it is his harvest. We must pray that we might be delivered from the evil one. And some, they hear it with joy, but do not endure. They do not endure because they are not ready to suffer with Christ so that they might be glorified with him. They, too, scoff at the word. They hear it. But do not endure. And our Lord says, those who endure to the end shall be saved. And we see some seed fall. We see some try to keep their ways and thoughts along with God's ways and thoughts. These are the seeds that fall among the thistles that are choked by the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches. They seek to say yes to God and yes to themselves. They want to have Jesus and something else. And when we have Jesus and, we don't have Jesus at all. We must have Jesus alone. That is the gospel, that God loved us while we were still sinners. And when we add something to that, it is choked. The gospel is choked out, and eventually it withers and dies. But some believe. Some have hearts ready to believe. Some have hearts softened by the very word of God to us, and hear and believe. They believe and bear fruit. And so, brothers and sisters, I pray that you hear the call of Christ afresh today. It's a mistake to think that each of us is one type of soil, that we could look out into our community and say, there's a thorny soil, there is rocky soil, there's a path, oh, there's good soil. I think every day we must think and discern in our hearts whether we are ready to hear the gospel afresh. And so whether you know Jesus Christ and have known Him for a long time, or whether you do not know Him, but your heart is tender to accept Him today, hear the word of God to all, to, to all who turn to Him in faith. Come, all who thirst. And I will refresh you. Come, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Rest for your souls. Hear that your soul may live. Repent and believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ that he died for you. So that you might be called a son or daughter of God. And if you believe this in your heart, you are saved. If you believe this in faith in your heart, you are saved. Saved from the wrath to come and made a child of God. And if your heart condemns you, if your heart says, no, it cannot be, God is greater than our heart. God is greater than our heart. This is what first John says in 1 John chapter 3 that if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart. Repent and believe, for his ways are higher than your ways, and his thoughts higher than your thoughts. Hear the call of Christ for all who turn to him in faith. Come to his table. Today we celebrate Holy Communion, the sacrament of God's love toward us. We remember that He died for us and feed on Him in our hearts with thanksgiving. We come to God's table and drink His blood, which was shed for you. We eat His flesh, which was broken for you. And we eat and drink in faith. We eat and drink in faith that God is for us. And if God is for us, none can be against us. Come to His table. Come to His table not as a slave but as a son. Because that is who you are in faith. You, through faith, are a son and daughter of God. Be assured of God's love for you. Take Eat, drink, be assured of God's love for you. Believe that you are loved and that you're cleansed from every sin. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know nothing but the blood of Jesus. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Let us pray. Grant, we beseech thee, almighty God, that the words which we have heard this day with our outward ears may through thy grace be so grafted inwardly in our hearts that they may bring forth in us the fruit of good living to the honor and praise of thy name, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.